We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oklahoma City Thunder select Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga University. What a pass. Giddy underneath for JRE. The reverse and the rookie-to-rookie action. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough step back. Gets up the shot. Banks This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Chet Holmgren fan club. I'm your host, Chetty Homeboy 001. <laughs> now, this is the uncontested podcast brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network and dailythunder.com. This is Jacob Niffin and Nick Crane coming your way. Uh, howdy, 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 howdy. I don't even know what to say. That was like, I don't know if I've ever seen a more dominant summer league rookie debut not that yeah. i've watched summer league for 20 years there's probably some old head on the pod saying what about joe blow and oh two like <laughs> great as long as i can remember i've never seen anything like that incredibly exciting debut for chet holmgren and the okc thunder summer league crew even though we didn't get trey man we found out about what about an hour before tip-off and health and safety protocols was unable to play. Hopefully he can test negative and get out of that by the time the Vegas Summer League starts, Nick, because today is the last night you and I will be podcasting from the comfort of our homes. This time tomorrow, we will both be out in Las Vegas getting ready to cover Thunder Summer League out there, and it's going to be an absolute blast. But, Nick, we got to get the people what they want. The Thunder beat the Utah Jazz in their debut of Summer League 98 to 77, just a drumming from the word go. The starters tonight, Josh Giddy, Aaron Wiggins, Alexei Pokashevsky, technically listed as the center, which cracks me up. Chet Holmgren, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. We did see the complete package of all the rookie players uh, got extended minutes. Um, I have notes. like We didn't put together an outline for this, Nick. Uh, we're just rolling with the flow. Everybody that's in the the chat, get your questions, your thoughts, your opinions in. We'll definitely get to all of those. We're just going to kind of go off the cuff tonight. Um, I have notes that I can go through, but j- just immediate takeaways, Nick. Immediate takeaways. Um, they always say, don't overreact to Summer League, either direction. And I'm not going to overreact to what Chet did tonight. But there's two things that stick out to me um, after one game that I think you can hang your head on a bit. One is the idea that everyone had, you know, in the Gonzaga system, he wasn't, you know, given free reign to do what he excels at. Um, I think that's true after one game. Like some of the things he did tonight as like the alpha, we didn't really see that at Gonzaga. Like what's crazy at the same time, he only shot the ball nine times and had 23 points. It's ridiculous. So as I say that, I'm like, well, Alpha Dog only shot nine times. But it's like, 
it's it's both ends of the court being vocal um talking shit like after blocks he was saying stuff to people calling him weak like he he's not a scared rookie they always say he plays with confidence he's got that quote unquote dog in him Dude. like he he came out tonight saying he's got that wolf in him i'm the best player on this court and he was without he, a doubt he was definitely the best player on the floor tonight like i think yes. josh giddy kind of just went through the motions yeah, tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. he kind of did his thing but i mean just Showing up with authority, just announcing to the world, here I am, right? This is what you got to deal with. And I just, it's, I, you're right. We cannot overreact to a summer league game, but it's hard because Dude. what we just saw was insane. I mean, let's, let's, let's put this in perspective too, before you, before you give your, your thoughts. Cause I think this was the big thing coming into it. Um, the bigs Chet went up against tonight are frankly not NBA bigs. Like they're not Joel Embiid. They're not starting NBA bigs. But they were for for being your NBA debut game. Those were some big dudes. Like yeah. Kofi is, he's tall and he's also strong as he's an like two sixty. And then Taco Fall is like probably the only guy in this league that's ever going to tower over you the way he does. Like to to go against those two guys in your debut, like this isn't like he went against some six eleven undersized guy. He was going against tall and strong all night. Yeah, not NBA and, bigs, but tall and strong. And how many times did he get put underneath the rim? Once he was he was holding his own, dude. Once he got put under the rim by yeah. uh, by Kofi Cockburn, and that was it. But even even when he gets pushed under the rim, he still has the length to like tip the ball out. He did a couple times where he was like kind of getting boxed out under the rim a bit where he was out of play, but he's so long. He was able to tip it out to teammates. Yeah. And I mean, the first block he had of the night, like Kofi tried to bury him under the rim and Chet just walled up, kept yeah. his chest out, arms straight up and jumped up. I mean, if you, if seven you guys, blocks? six, six, six blocks tonight, apparently an NBA summer league record per, um, oh my gosh, it was the sideline reporter tonight. Oh, good grief. Wouldn't pay much attention to the, the blonde lady. Her. Oh my gosh! Um, Why can't I remember her name? Um, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep. Anyway, she interviewed Chet, who mm. refused to do an interview unless he had Josh Giddy with him. Yep. Uh, and just gave all the praise to Josh. Uh, she said, "You know, you broke a, a NBA summer league record tonight with six blocks." And he looked up at the at the jumbotron and said, "It's only six is the record." Well, I'm coming for it again tomorrow. Which Good just grief. I I love it, but some of the blocks Nick are just just absurd, dude. So of the six tonight, my two favorites. I don't know who the poor son of a bitch on Utah <laughs> was, but my man put the ball on the deck with the right hand and cocked that thing back like he was ready to end a life. And Chet got it with two hands like a Effortless. volleyball block. Effortless. And then just walked back down the court like I tweeted. He's like. The dude in the movie who drops the sunglasses on as the car explodes yes, in the background. Yes. I mean, just swinging that thing. Yes. The other one was he got switched onto the perimeter. I think this was in the second quarter. It was the second quarter, late in the second quarter. The guy tried to get Chet backpedaling and then pull up, and Chet blocked a pull-up jumper, got the rebound, took two dribbles, went behind the back, dropped a no-look pass off to J-Dub for the and one. The complete and total skill set. On display time. I don't care that Alexei Pokashevsky was listed as the starting center. Yeah. Chet played center all night. You mentioned he took nine shots. Um, six of those were three pointers. He made four of six. He was five of five from the free throw line. Yeah. Seven rebounds, four assists, six blocks, only three turnovers. This son of a gun was a plus 26 tonight. Yeah. You know what's, you know what's, the most fun about anything that I saw tonight, the Dirk fadeaway was fun and the threes oh were gosh. fun, but like he played center the entire night guarding the opposing team center, taco fall, you know, all those guys, but he was also like point center. A lot of the times, like when Dude. he, so I'm going to, I'm going to preface this by saying, I do not think he's Giannis. I do not think he will ever evolve into Giannis's body type, but when he takes that ball off the rim, and he's taking it down the court, like 
it looks like like you get that feeling of like oh shit something is something good is about to, it's either whether it's a pull up three or a the the no look pass he made like when he's he's a playmaker as a seven one center like he takes it off the rim and he brings it down the court and you just have this feeling that something great is about to unfold. It's because I've watched this team for so long, Nick, that I'm going to say this, and people are going to take this out of context and aggregate it. Tonight, him grabbing a rebound off the rim, taking like four, maybe five dribbles, doing that stutter step, and then stopping about two feet beyond the top of the arc uh, at the top of the key and pulling up looks very similar to another very long, lanky OKC Thunder player. Sure does. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be that guy, but it... It brought back memories of that. That's exactly what it looks like. It's dude, his his, his ball handling like has a he long gets way to low. go. He that, does. that that behind the back dribble, that little yes. escape dribble, he gets down on that thing to where guards can't really get to it. And he's and he's that's the thing is he's not an elite ball handler right now. He's 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 probably considered elite for his size and position at handling the ball, but he's not an elite ball handler in the grand scheme of things. Like he has yes. guard skills, he's not a guard. But like you just mentioned, he gets low. Like the mechanics of how he dribbles, and and the way he moves when he dribbles, and the way he hits the angles, and all the all the small things, lead me to believe like he could evolve into a much better ball handler. To the point where it's not. I don't think it's ever going to be KD like because KD is like no one's ever going to be as fluid as KD at seven yeah. feet. But he he does the the small things that that leads you to believe he will be a guy that could do a double behind the back under the legs, blow by you, step back right in your eyeball. Like Trey man, not, not, not Trey man, but that same type of move. He's not going to have yeah. shin to the ground like Trey man, but that yeah, type the, the of difference move. is Trey man's doing that against guards. Yeah. Yeah. Chet will be doing that against centers. Oh, there's, there's a lot of centers in this league, even his rookie year that are going to be in hell trying yeah. to defend him on the perimeter. Good luck. The thing is the nine shots, six of them coming from three. I think the other three were dunks. Yeah. And the dunks like weren't like he went down low, caught a pass, moved somebody. I mean, they were like putbacks. They were off cuts. A very clear style of play in this like five out type of system. Yep. And, and here's the thing: if if Chet if Chet goes what each six threes four yeah. for six if yep. he goes one for six or two for six, we're still ecstatic in this post game pod because of all the other things, which is what he was yes. advertised as. He does all of the things he could have been one for six from three had, I don't know in the ballpark of what would that be like 12 points on one of six from three a couple dunks, but the defensive versatility, the assists, like he just, it's, it's special. I, I, I think tonight proves after one game, this is going to be my reaction after one game. I think the only thing that stops him from being a good starter at minimum is injury. I think that's fair. Like he's even if he's not never becomes an all-star, he will at least be a solid three-point shooter, a good passing big, a good defender at minimum if he's not injured. You mentioned earlier some of the little things. I want to talk about a few of those little things. I told you I had some notes. I started taking notes and then I got too sucked in. I got too hyped up and I stopped taking my notes. Uh, but my first note says Chet's first block of the game came on a great wallop um, for those listening that like aren't crazy, like hoop heads or whatever. A wallop is where you're not really trying to block a shot and like push a guy. You're just making a wall between him and the basket. And Chet, I thought Chet really walled up well, kept his arms out, kept his chest out, prevented his man from getting close to the rim. Uh, Kofi took like a little mini turnaround hook shot and, with that length, Chet just got up and ate it. Forced a lot but, of turnovers too. Shots he didn't block is either turnovers or or poor shots. Yeah, that and that was the thing. You noticed there towards the end of the game, Utah would drive in on him and then kick or drive in and constantly try to go to more difficult reverse layups because he's already in their head with those blocks. Um, my next note says five minutes into the game and I noticed this five minutes in. I thought it continued throughout the entire game. One thing I was a little worried about him, Nick, especially early on, especially in summer league. And I, I am highly encouraged by this from what I saw tonight. He makes really, really good contact on screens. That is a massive thing. If you're going to play center in the NBA, you can't 
set weak screens and let guys fight through your chest and get on the other side of the screen kind of unscathed and in position. The whole point of setting a screen is so the defender is on the backside of the play to make enough content contact that you slow them up. I thought Chet did a really good job, especially early with that tonight. He, he counters like the, some of the best screen setters, like Steven Adams, for example, is a good screen setter because wide, like as a human being, he's wide, but then he also sets wide, right? Mm-hmm. Chet does not have that ability to be just naturally wide, but I think he's good at, and you see this in college. You saw it tonight. He sets the screen and without being an illegal screen, he's really good about like starting to roll slowly where like the guy's kind of on his back and having to go around him, whether he's picking and, and rolling or picking and popping to where he's setting a legal screen and then kind of rolling off to buy another half second for the ball handler. Like it's, he's really, really good at that. Yeah. He did a lot of popping on mm-hmm. the pick tonight. I mentioned to see as they progress farther forward into the season, do we see him roll more? Because he wasn't the roll man very often at Gonzaga, I think 15 times. Yeah. But every time he rolled, he was like an 80% shooter on the roll. And he is really good at catching that, that pass off the roll. And then being able, we call it a short roll where he catches at about the free throw line, turns, pivots, and then finds the next man and redistributes the ball. Um, Really good at that. So I'm excited to see as they start to incorporate that as well. But, I think as we kind of wrap up the Chet talk, because we want to get into some of these other guys. Yep. Incredibly impressive performance. The dude just oozes confidence. Like, from the tip ball, he just felt like he belonged out there. I mean, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you have to be wary of how much stock you put in one summer league game. But there's just some things that, like, if if if... Jalen Williams, Jay Will, the Arkansas Jalen Williams had talk 20, about Big Willie. Big Willie had <laughs> had twenty and ten tonight, just on like garbage buckets and you know putbacks and all that stuff. You'd be like, don't overreact. But the things that Chet did, like box score aside, were like, I don't care if you have the best game of your life as a prospect, like you you don't have the ability to do those kind of things. I'm one hundred percent with you. His defensive IQ and his defensive awareness and rotations were one of the biggest things advertised with him in the draft process. I thought thought those were on display at an incredibly high level tonight as well. I mean, there were times where he got switched out on the perimeter, got out there, kept his feet down, kept his butt down in a stance, didn't bite on pump fakes, rotated over, prevented shots. I mean, just these small little nuanced things, just incredibly, incredibly impressive. Um, can't can't say enough about it. We'll see what he does again tomorrow, but I'm I'm very very excited for what we're going to see for the rest of summer league, and I cannot wait to get out to Vegas and see this man in person. I say rest him till Vegas. <laughs> I'm Selfishly, don't don't get him injured. Don't get him injured. Uh, Nick, your choice. I think what we're going to do in this post game, we've already just been talking about one guy. We're just going to talk about individuals yeah, and kind of what we saw. So who do you want to go to next? Let's go to, I mean, I don't think we need to talk about Josh. Like he's too good for summer league. Let's just mention his stat line real quick. Five of nine from the field, one of three from three, three of four from the free throw line. Uh, He had 14 points, 11 assists, five rebounds, two steals, two blocks. Um, I did think the the floater, the finishing at the rim, he looked a little bit stronger. The three he made looked good. The other two didn't go in, but I thought also looked all right as far as a form perspective. I think we're done with Josh. Yep, yep. Okay. But but I do think we should move to the guy who was the third best player on the floor. It's funny because like I, I would argue Oklahoma City had like the three or four best players on the court tonight. Like that Utah team is bad. Yeah. Like like really bad. Jared Butler's the best player, and he was like two of ten to start the game or two of nine. We'll see them go against Memphis tomorrow, who does yeah. have better players, and I think that'll be a little bit of a better barometer. Totally. Um, real who, quick, before, sorry, before you, we move on from Chet, real quick. Oh, J Dub, Lil yeah. Bill. Okay, okay, Lil Bill. Okay. Before we move on to Lil Bill, though, I'm gonna make this happen. By the way, the Lil Bill thing, <laughs> it's gonna stick. Like Cosby. <laughs> Anything to Chet, like 
Chet being the first of the big three to play? Like, do you think if, if Chet didn't play until Vegas, he would be getting as much love as he's getting tonight? If, even uh, if he had the same performance? Yeah. He'd be okay. getting, like, like, like it, it would be shocking if the other two top three guys had anywhere near that kind of stat line. Okay. I, I was about to ask you that. Do you, do you think uh, Paulo or Jabari are going to look like that in their first summer league game? I think they'll have really good games, but like, like I mentioned at the top of the pod, like, I have not seen a summer league performance that dominant on both ends of the court ever. Yeah, he was awesome. Okay, let's talk about J-Dub, a.k.a. Lil Bill, uh, a.k.a. probably going to be my favorite player by the end of the year. Uh, take it away, Nick. Yeah, just efficiency. There's there's room. Same with Chet. Like We had nine shots, 23 points. I don't expect Chet or J-Dub to be this efficient all season long, but... If J-Dub is going to thrive, not just this season on the Thunder, but long-term, he's going to have to be somebody that is just ultra, ultra efficient because Shea's going to get a bunch of shots. Um, Chet, after what we saw tonight, like, what if that guy gets 15, 18 shots? Like, give, give well, him apparently, the rock. Apparently he only needs nine to get to 23. <laughs> so. Give him the rock. So, so, and then you got Lou Dort, and then you got, you got all these guys. Like, J-Dub is likely going to be either replacing Dort at some point as like the starting three slash two, depending on where you put Giddy, it's all positionless um, or with Trey as one of the first guys off the bench. And those, those types of players never get more than 10 or 12 shots uh, on average in a game. Um, and that's about what J-Dub had tonight. 11, 11 shots. He hit eight of them, had 17 points, five boards, um, only shot one three, but it looked smooth. It went down. Um, what shocked me. So he, he does remind me a bit of Shea with he's, he's kind of methodical and he, he cuts in and out and he, he keeps the ball with him, gets in the paint, jumps out of the paint, comes back in, he'll score. The word I used was funky, funky. Yeah. And that, that's this whole Thunder team was funky. Yeah. Um, but he, he's, he's less of like, if you were to consider, um, like Russell Westbrook on one end of the spectrum and Shea on the other, like he's more Shea. He's more methodical. Yeah. But tonight, those two yams he had, I was like, J-Dub. They, they were aggressive. I didn't realize he had that pop in him. Like that they was, weren't like, I'm he just popped that one rim. and just went up and like, not, not even a it. dribble. Like, it was impressive. Kind of like he's Trey Mann. Trey Mann last year came out of the, came out of the draft and, he was known for being a scorer, but like kind of played below the rim. And all of a sudden he's like dunking on dudes. Like what is, what's Oklahoma city feeding these guys before they <laughs> like, what's going on? Hey, uh, Matt in the YouTube comments here, uh, says that Trey man, J dub backcourt is going to be trade up. And dude, Matt, I think, I think you're onto something. If, if that's your backup guard duo behind oh, so much fun behind how good we think, Josh and Shea could be as the starting guard duo. Boy. It's fun. Yeah. His, his athletic pop. Yeah. I thought really showed tonight. He did measure really good athletically at the combine, but oh yeah, jumping, just standing still and off one step and um, not in a basketball game on a vertical test is one thing. And then, Doing it in a game is another. There's, uh, I there's thought it jumping was... high and then there's being explosive. Yes. yes. Like he went from ground to rim like that. Yeah. Very quickly. And I mean, he, like I said, he's not just kind of putting it in the rim and then just like, I mean, he was trying to rip the rim off and screaming while he was doing it. Um, Jalen Williams stat line tonight. He played 25 minutes, eight of 11 from the field. Only took one three, but he made it. Missed both of his free throws. He had 17 points, five rebounds, no assists. My notes on him, Nick. The first one says he has a really funky-paced transition layup early in the second. My next one says J-Dub with another awkward-paced finish with a bit of a righty hook finish. Um, and then righty finish on the left side for Lil Bill. I'm going to make it work. Um and then the last one says J Dub looks awesome on looks awesome off ball. He is great cutting. 
The only thing I wish I would have seen tonight, maybe we'll see some more of this moving forward. He only took one three. Um, you posted a screen, like not a screenshot, but a, a graphic of his three-point shooting, specifically his catch-and-shoot mm-hmm. stuff in college. And he is like crazy efficient at that. I want to see them utilize that a little bit more. But I really enjoyed him seeing the the ball in his hands and going to the basket tonight. No assists, but some of those finishes, especially that he had the one, that last one that I had a note on sometime in the second half. I can't remember the time runs together for me. Um, but I think he had a crossover on the right-hand side, uh, switched back over to the left, cut across the face of the basket at about the free throw line, drove in lefty, and then went to the right hand. And then kind of this like awkward like backhand scoop that just looked so much like Shea Gilgis-Alexander yep. to me. Yep. Um, just the, the funky offhand, weird-paced, I'm going to take a quick step and then a slow step and then two more quick steps to really get you off balance. He's a really, really fun player, and I can't wait to see more and more and more of him. And visually, Nick, the thing that jumped out to me for him whenever he walked on the court, his arms are just so damn long. Dude, when I went to that rookie presser, I was like, this dude. First of all, he's way taller than people think he is. Like, he he was pinned as like a... Uh, a point guard that grew a little bit, you know, during college, like he's, he's a legit, like six, six, like he's tall. And then his arms hang down to his knees. Yeah. So I think where his, his defensive upside is underrated. Like, I, I don't think he was pinned as like a defensive stopper when he was being scouted. Like he has defensive upside and he's a solid defender, but he wasn't like Jeremy Sohan, right. As a defender. But I think he has a lot of upside with that with that length. Yeah, it's. I was really impressed also tonight. I, I mentioned it in our Slack, but his ability to get through and get over screens quickly. Um, a lot of times, whenever you get over a screen, really good guards Shea and Josh do this a lot. It's called where you put them in jail. Where once the guy gets over the screen, they're on your backside. You slow up and basically you stick your butt out and you prevent them from getting back in front of you. And you've effectively made a two-on-one in front of you. It's you and your big versus the defending big. And you've got their guard, the guy that's guarding the ball, in jail on your backside. Jalen didn't let that happen to him tonight. He would get over the screen. And even if he did kind of get put in jail, he used that crazy long wingspan to like reach over the side, reach over the top to, to bother the ball handler. Obviously, again, a lot of this is in context. This Utah team was bad, right? There's not just not good players on that team. But I thought that he, the way he played defense was really promising. Yeah. uh, He, it was overshadowed by Chet, obviously. But I think if Chet hadn't played in this game and, and we looked back at this and like had our major takeaways, it's like Jada early on looks the part. Yes. Um, And I'm, I'm excited to watch more and more and more of him. Uh, next guy here, I'll choose our next one. We're going to go, uh, Usman Jang, little Usi vert, um, 25 minutes tonight. Uh, played al- almost the same amount as, as J dub. Yeah. 15 shots. He was four of 15 from the field. One of nine from three, one of two from the free throw line. He had four rebounds and assist, a steal and a turnover scored 10 points. Nick, just kind of tell us wh- what did you see from Us tonight? Uh, how did you feel about what you saw and what are some things you're looking for moving forward throughout the summer league? Yeah. Um, I tweeted this out. I think he's like tonight was very reminiscent of Trey man last summer league. Um, does awesome things with the ball gets good shots, um, flashes the ability to, to create his own shot, whether it's driving, pulling up, getting to the rim, um, you know, on the perimeter, kind of lulling your guy to sleep and pulling up but the shots just aren't falling. Like they're good shots. Like if you were to watch a, a highlight reel of, of Usman and the real cutoff before you could see if the ball went in, you would say that guy has good feel, took good shots, you know, created his own shots is incredible, especially at six ten, doing all those things. Um, they just didn't go in. And that was Trey man last year. We were in Slack talking about it. We were tweeting about it. Like, man, Trey is 
Trey's getting to his spots that's just not falling. It's in and out. You're like, this guy, just get him a little momentum. He's going to be a bucket. By December, January, started to get momentum. The dude was a bucket. Usman, I don't know if he'll ever get the opportunity that Trey had to to take all the kind of shots he did. Like, if the Thunder aren't depleted like they were when Trey had the Madison Square Garden game, it was like a, a focal point. He never would have blossomed like that, but I think Usman, just in a nutshell, to kind of wrap this up, he he did a lot of awesome things that just didn't fall, and that doesn't that doesn't d- deter me at all. Yeah, the the negatives for me for Us tonight, uh, obviously the shot didn't fall. Um, we didn't get the flashes of playmaking. I think that's maybe if if you had to list off like the three best things that Us is theoretically good at and that you kind of saw flashes of in the NBL league, it would be his ability to create his own shot, his playmaking for others, and his defensive versatility. Um, we didn't see the creating for others tonight. I don't think we really got a chance to see him pass much. His Chemistry? creation f- for himself was fine. Um, but the big one, the big negative for me tonight was still some lack of physicality. Uh, he had multiple looks inside where he like tried to like hop shot it uh, and sometimes like float it. He shies like, from contact. Man, you're there. Just pull a J-dub, rip the rim down. He's 215. It's not like he's a, he's not like a tiny yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly. And he's like 6'10", 6'11". Uh, I, I just felt like he shied away from contact. He shied away from aggressiveness. I want to see. I, he's nineteen. He's got was, all. The that time. was a big knock on him coming in too. Yeah, he's he just, got all he, the time in the world. Plenty. I just plenty. I want to see that start to come around. We didn't see any of that tonight. So gut, gut reaction, and this transitions us into the next player I want to talk about. This is my okay. turn to choose. If you had a gun to your head right now, God, and you had me. to choose between Poku, who I want to talk about next, and Usman Jang. You had to cut one, you had to keep one. What are God. you doing? Poku's my child. My Serbian baby. Well, I mean, what do you think about him tonight? And and then give me your answer. I don't know, man. I expected him to dominate. I expected him to be the guy trending on Twitter because he's third year player. Yeah. Been there, he done struggled. That. He struggled. He he had some good moments. The shot just would not go down. It's not even the shot not going down. Like, that doesn't concern me. It's summer league. Guys miss shots. But there's always the guys that stick out that are just doing things that pop. Uh Uh-oh. We lost Nick. I don't know what his point he was going for there. Um, I'll continue until he gets back. It's so hard for me to choose between Us and Poku if I had to. There he is. Nick's back. Did I piss you, got, you off? Did I piss you off that much talking shit about Poku? I think you got so fired up, you just clicked the <laughs> the red X up there in the corner, Nick. I don't know what happened. <sighs> no, I was saying that, I, that the shot doesn't bother me, but I just didn't see I didn't see the pop from him. Like the this guy is an NBA player. He's he's probably too good for us. Like Josh, he went through the motions and had ten and eleven. Like I feel like Poku should have been somewhat similar. Yeah, Poku tonight, 11 points, four rebounds, two assists, three steals, three turnovers, played 20 minutes, three of 10 from the field, one of five from three. Did hit four four of five of his free throws. What do you think about his shot selection? I thought he got a little bit of a bad rap on social media tonight for the shot selection. There was a few times he got handed ticking time bombs. Yeah, with like three seconds left on the shot clock. There was some pull-up, jump, split-legged. What is that? Yeah, he. I felt like at times he tried to press a little too much. Uh, again, just game one of summer league. Let's give it a little bit more time. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, but neither he nor Us looked great tonight. Uh, I think there are tools there to work with, uh, and I'm excited to see them just kind of work through that moving forward. You know. Um, so what's the answer to the question? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, Us is what like a year younger, year and a half younger. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, about a year and a half younger, um, has shown flashes. I mean, I think you just take the the longer runway with Oos, right? You drafted him higher. 
Yep. Uh, you have a year and a half more with him at this point. Um, I think that's the route you go, but I don't know. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I wonder if they both kind of have the same issue of that I hate saying that competitiveness, but maybe maybe aggression is the better word. They both don't feel super aggressive. Yeah, it's always hard to tell with these international prospects. Like whenever you're watching like a media veil, you can you can just like Chet oozes confidence. J Dub yep. just has that charisma. And then you have guys You want like, a team of five Chets. For sure, for sure. But then you see these international guys and Poku's this way. Usman's this way. Most of it, I think, is a language barrier. Like they don't speak fluent, perfect, great English, and their answers are very, typically very short. And they don't—they're not like loud and and aggressive in their answers. It's kind of a like hold tight and just five or six words answer. And then I think that's more the language barrier than the personality. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to say. Like like how how many guys in this league besides Kawhi Leonard? are like incredible players that don't just have that attitude, you know? Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's, uh, and I don't know. I, I think there's something with the not being American, uh, the way they were raised playing ball overseas in a different culture. The language barrier, I think is a big, big part of it as well. I mean, even Josh has a little bit of that attitude to him. And that's, and I think that makes him special. Like he, Mm -hmm. He, him and Chet, like when they were doing that post game interview and Chet's arm was around him, like you just felt like this is our team. Like this is our summer league team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it just already feels like it's Chet's team and everyone else falls in love. Dude, and, and that that is like, special. You know what we call that, Nick? Superstar? They got that dog in him. I think that, dude, it's Chet, Chet checks all the boxes. It's Besides so hard the weight to get and the injuries, the dude, like he checks. He's he he's versatile. He does it on both ends. He's confident as hell. It's so hard not to just be over the moon today. <laughs> you know, I don't think there could have been a better debut. No, I I especially the God, we we can't get back on Chet again. <laughs> he played twenty three freaking minutes, dude. Twenty three points in twenty three minutes. This man had six blocks in twenty three minutes. Bonkers. I mean, it's just absurd. Absolutely absurd. Okay, anybody else you want to talk about? Jeremiah Robinson Earl started tonight, technically at small forward. He shot four of six from the field, 0 of two from three, nine points, 10 rebounds, two assists, a steal. He did your everyday JRE stuff. Yep. He also yep. looked thinner. He, he does, thinner he does look thinner. He does look thinner. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing, though, because if he's going to be this, this backup four or five I, I don't know him, him losing weight and playing three is probably not good for his future yeah um i thought he was fine yeah, he i was thought he fine. held up he's he's jre like what you see is what you get type of thing you know i got a question for you yes does veet crecci not playing a single minute mean anything no he's still nursing an injury isn't he and like a knee scope i thought he was good but I could be wrong. I mean, shit, they had four <laughs> rookies to get a look at. That's true. That's He's very gonna true. Get, I think they're everyone. There's going to, I hope this isn't one of the two games we're in Vegas for, but there's going to be a game 
where they play a bunch of guys that frankly, a lot of people don't care about. Oh, for sure. And that, and, and that's why I'm glad we're going to the first half of summer league, because despite the back half being like the championship and all that stuff by then top five picks aren't playing. Yeah. And Chet better play because we're going to watch him play against Paulo and watch him Paulo play against Jabari. And, and Keegan, the top the, the oh, other yeah. top three picks are the yeah. first three games of his of his Vegas That's awesome. career. That is awesome. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about JRE. He was fine. Uh he what you see is what you get. Um I two more guys I think we should probably touch on. Uh Jay Will out of Arkansas, 16 minutes tonight, only one of six from the field. Drew a uh, charge. Six rebounds, three assists, two points. Did draw a charge. Any big takeaways from Jay Will? No, I mean, same thing with him that I had with Oos. Dunk the damn ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope he doesn't have a hands problem. If that makes sense. Like, there's a lot of bigs that like, if you can't catch the ball and just put it in, and you're like bobbling or like tipping, that that becomes a problem. Yeah. And it's again, one game he played what? I don't even know, like 16 15, minutes. 16 minutes. The overreact thing, it's not there. I I, I don't know. That if, if my one takeaway with him, if I had one takeaway about him from tonight, it's I hope the hands aren't a problem. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Aaron Wiggins? I do. That was the one guy I wanted to oh, talk about. Okay. Um it didn't have a huge stat night, but something about the way he carries himself defensively, especially there's a lot of guys that if you're not Dame Lillard or Steph Curry and you're eight to 10 feet behind the three point line, most players are like backing off three or four feet, you know, come at me and I'm going to meet you. Right. Mm -hmm. That dude is the classic. I'm in my defensive stance and my head is underneath your chin. I don't care how far away. Like he is, He's a, he's a guy that defensively I think is going to be in, in three or four years when the Thunder are, are a playoff team, potentially. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that we're going to look back and think, holy shit, like we talked about Josh and JRE and Trey Mann, and we should have talked about him more because I think he, he's, he's got some tools. Yeah. It's interesting. There's Thunder starting to load up at kind of that position now as well with young guys. So it'll be interesting to see if Aaron – Gets as much burn as he did last year um, before the tank started because he did get a bunch of burn um, even before the tank started last year. It'll be interesting to see if he gets those opportunities again because there's a lot more mouths to feed. And there that's is. that's a topic for a, a different podcast. But while we're overreacting here after one game, if you had to predict the starting five and the first three guys off the bench in order on opening night after now seeing... The rookies. What are you going with? First three off the bench or the the three guys that get the most minutes off the bench? First three off the bench. Well, that's difficult. I don't know what the rotations are, Nick. <laughs> okay, then do, do do most minutes then. I guess top top eight guys that get they get minutes. Starters. Shea, Lou, Josh, JRE, Chet. Okay. I agree. Bench. Kenny Hustle. Yep. Yep. Trey Mann. Yep. Don't mess this last one up because I think I know exactly who it is. J Dub. J Dub. That's what I'd go with. That would be my guess after one summer league game. And assuming this is a can of worms that's like so deep after one game and so hypothetical, if Kenrich were to get traded this summer, who is the. Not not who's like the first guy off the bench because he would be like the sixth man in your situation, but who is who fills in in that top eight? Is it Usman? Is it Teo? Is it like who is it? I don't is think it... it'll be a rookie. I think it'll be a vet. I mean, shit. Maybe it's Muscala. Yeah, yeah that's that's actually a really really good point. You know? Yeah. Um, you want to hit some of these questions before we get out of here because this Let's chat is hopping. Let's All do right. it. Uh, if you guys have more questions, get them in the chat now. I'm scrolling to the top, and we're just gonna go through them. Uh, everyone is just going nuts about Chet in these comments section. Chetty Spaghetti. Um, so fun that the vet, quote unquote, vet out there was 19. Uh, 
Pluel226 says, immediate takeaway. Could this have gone much better? No. That that was that was like when I was eating dinner, game was about an hour away, and we're all sitting there like picturing this debut. Better than I ever pictured. I think I'm with you. Uh, take J-Dub, Chet, and Giddy and add Dort and Shea. What do we have there? I think this is like immediate next year. What what do they have in those five? J-Dub, Chet, Giddy, Dort, Shea. Um, I think you have a nice mixture of old and young. Old in quotes, old and young. Yeah. And you have a... a, a you have a core to, to really build around at that point. That that was my that was my takeaway from that question. Um, I'm gonna how do I word this the right way without being Victor Wimbanyama is franchise altering, and the Thunder would be blessed to have him. But I think we're at the point now where with Josh, Shea, and Chet, they can be. A contending team without needing another top one or two pick. I think I would agree with that. Uh, people in the chat, correct? Or Holly Rowe, that's the name. Holly Damn it. Rowe. Yes, yes. Thanks, James. Uh, call me R. Co-host Call me R says this fu- this future team that's going to arrive is this summer roster. That's a question. Like, is is the Dude. future of OKC on this summer roster right now? I mean, you, you, I just asked you the question. Here's the top eight, and what five of those eight guys played tonight? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, there's so much more to this rebuild to go, but it feels like, like I don't know if you're gonna get another player as good as Chet in the draft in this rebuild. Uh, we've Matt, we've got. Wait, let, me, let me pause real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we've got first team all petty Chet Holmgren post game tweets a laughing emoji Josh Giddy replies hmm <laughs> I love it Chet saying I'm the best player in this class it's incredible he's already saying it after he tanked the Orlando <laughs> workout uh, Matt says I love how angry Chet got when he was fouled he got that dog in him um Matt also says Giddy looked dot 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 good on defense. In my notes, Nick, I have down. Where is it at? Giddy moving his feet very nicely defensively, staying in front of the ball. What do you have? Like two blocks, three steals, or something along those lines? Let's look. That's here. not the he, only defensive categories that matter. There's much- two steals, two blocks. But yeah, I thought he yeah. just did an awesome job of sliding his feet, moving laterally, and staying in front of the ball. Really yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about Trey Dub, which I love. Uh, Kamiar asks, where does Shea fit in here, or does he? He does. Um, yeah. He's still him. I think Shea's the key to all of this. He's still him. I mean, look at what he did. For I mean, I know he's they following on Team Canada. I know they played like nobodies, but God, he freaking cooked, dude. He's just he's insane. Yep. You add him to this this squad, and they are incredible. Uh, Big Mike and Z, would our small ball team with all the guards and Giddy, SGA, Trey, J-Dub, and Dort beat the Monstars from uh, Space Jam, the old one? Yes. <laughs> I no. love it. No, uh, that, that was an elite team. The Monstars are unstoppable. Hot take? I haven't seen the new Star Star, uh, Star Jam. Space Jam. Um, The LeBron one. I will say, we're doing Rotten Tomatoes now. It is... 100% worth the watch if you're a basketball head. Kind of like the new Netflix okay. show with with Adam Sandler, like yeah. worth the watch. It's not a you're not going to leave the theater or your couch on Netflix thinking like, "Man, that changed my life," but you're going to say, "I'm glad I watched that." Maybe I'll watch it on the flight tomorrow. Yeah, you should. You should. I, I uh, wait, it is on there actually if you're flying oh, southwest. Yeah. Okay. Um chat trending on the top of the NBA subreddit, which is pretty fun. Number uh, one, and, number one, and in, in, on Twitter searches in the U.S. today. No way. Yes, that's incredible. Is that a fact, or are you just speculating? No, that, that's that's actually it's actually a thing. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> uh, any more questions in the chat? I'm not seeing any. 
Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, prediction time. Does Poku hit 18 points on over 50% shooting in a summer league game? And does Us get to 15 points on over 50%? So in a single game, will Poku hit over 50% of his shots and score 18 points before summer league's over? Uh, based on the shots he took tonight, I know Jacob was, was not as not as uh, overreactionary as I was on some of the shot selection. I don't see Poku shooting 50% unless he takes like two shots. Um, Oos, I could see it. I could see it. I guess if he took two shots, he couldn't have 18 points. So my answer is definitely no. He, he might get fouled a lot. <laughs> um, I think that's probably our last one we'll get to. We went a little bit longer than I, I thought we would on this pod, Nick. Uh, any other thoughts before we get out of here? Um, This... this... Again, the the key word is overreaction. This is this is a night that we're gonna look back on and, and say things pivoted in I a love good it. way. I love it. It was fun. It was after all the stuff this summer. It was just fun to watch. I mean, I was cackling like a madman on my couch. There's a reason Presty wanted this guy. Yep. Awesome. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Everyone that was on YouTube tonight, it was hopping. Uh, Thanks so much. If you haven't already, sub to the YouTube channel. Nick, Silva, and I flying out to Vegas tomorrow. We'll be wheels on the ground to cover you guys for all of, not all of Vegas Summer League, but the first half of Vegas Summer League. So keep your eyes peeled on all of our socials for all the content, pictures, podcasts, insights. It's going to be awesome. We cannot wait. Thunder play again tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Central, I think. I'll probably be watching that one uh, from the airport in Oklahoma City as I get ready to board the flight. So I believe Taylor is going to have the post game for you tomorrow. So make sure to tune in for that. And then we have another post game on Thursday. And then we'll be podcasting quite a bit while we're out in Vegas, just giving you NBA updates and all of that. So keep it tuned to the uncontested for all of your Thunder needs. We will be back with you guys tomorrow evening. Until then, and as always, Thunder Up. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.